for you, baby. <laughs> Don't worry, Cecile. I won't make you wait too much longer. <laughs> yeah, my sweet Cecile. Oh, but wait, I can't forget about Catherine. I know I'm gonna have to choose one eventually, but it's so hard. Oh, music to my ears. And whipping it out. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where memories, memories aren't an escape. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Katsuhiro Otomo's Memories. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know, Dad, what are we under the influence of? In this episode, we are drinking some Whipstitch. Ooh. Another bottle courtesy of First Leaf, and it's... Something that we've never drank on this show. It's Petite Syrah. Yeah, we don't want that Grande Syrah. We want the the Baby Petite. Maybe it's, hopefully it's big on flavor and like low on acidity. I don't know. What's the, the card looking like? Body of five, acidity of two, sweetness of four, and tannins of four. Which Ooh. seems like it's an impressive... Uh, That's a good combo. Yeah. Oh, it smells really nice, too. And, uh, it's a 2018 from Lodi, California. <laughs> Lodi? I, yeah. feel like, <laughs> I feel like we've had a, 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 you know, some wine from Lodi, California before. That sounds familiar coming from you. Excuse me, pardon me. Oh, jeez. Have you been to uh, Lodi there, Little Wayne, anywhere? I'm sure you're a California frequenter, but Lodi? Excuse me, pardon me. Okay, yeah. well... He, he doesn't really ever want to talk. He just wants his poor. He's getting pushier and pushier, which I think is kind of funny that he's here. Do you remember Wayne being on the the plane with us? Or, excuse me, the rocket? Because we're, <laughs> we're not on Earth anymore, and there's no reason why he should be here unless he snuck on without us knowing. Yeah, maybe he has his own little capsule or something, you know, like room in the, in the spaceship somewhere because he... Obviously can't get off. Yeah, did you uh, hide in the luggage bay there, little wind? <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. Yeah, three times the charm. He's he's not breaking uh, breaking his code of only saying a couple things. So, Dad, I think oh, it's. Oh wait a uh, minute! I think he's just coming over the uh, the sound system. He's just he's beaming. Oh, up he's a Earth. hologram. <laughs> yeah. He's not even. No, no, that's. Oh yeah, he's I guess beaming the beaming up from Earth. The Musk mothership definitely does have a hologram yeah. system, yeah. and it seems like little Wayne. Is here uh, maybe only in you know in the color sense in, in the sense that he's just pixels. Yeah, he's not physically here. Yeah, but Dad, I mean, give this big hologram Wayne uh, some love here, I guess. Here you go, Wayno. <laughs> Incredible. Nice pour. Yeah, that was uh, that was good. I'm glad we were able to uh, at least figure out how Wayne is going to be joining us for the foreseeable future as we continue to drift through space. Uh, we're not at the moon yet, which is something that I thought we would be there by now, but it's sort of taken us a fucking t long time. I mean, we had to make a pit stop uh, just for, I guess Gus had to use the bathroom or something like that, which <laughs> makes no sense. We have bathrooms on the actual ship, but... Dad, now that we've uh, pretty much have just more questions for ourselves to answer, would you like to tell us a little about this movie? Yes, this movie is the 1995 Japanese animated science fiction anthology film by Katsuhiro Otomo. Mm -hmm. He was the executive producer, and it's based on three of his manga short stories. And there's no live action. And the fun fact that I uh, came up with is that the, the second... Um, 
part of the movie, stink or the bomb. second, yeah, stink bomb, is based on an incident of a woman called Gloria Cecilia Ramirez. Really? Yeah, she was a woman from Riverside, California. <laughs> Anywhere who, near Lodi? Uh, it's possible. <laughs> I guess so. Who was dubbed the toxic lady or the toxic woman? by the media when several hospital workers became ill after exposure to her body and blood. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, what was the reason? Did they say? Well, she was admitted to the the emergency room, and she was suffering from late-stage cervical cancer. And while they were treating her, like the hospital workers, some of them fainted, others experienced symptoms uh, such as shortness of breath, muscle spasm, Five workers required hospitalization, one whom remained in an intensive care unit for two weeks. I think there was like a total of like 20 different people. And they think that she was somehow self-administering this dimethyl sulfoxide. Uh, Sulf- yeah. And it somehow, with some whatever the treatments they were giving her, somehow it converted to this dimethyl sulfate or something, which I guess is extremely poisonous. Oh my goodness! And um, yeah, they've actually it's been you know documented in medical journals, but it, it's really weird. I'm surprised like ivermectin didn't do something like this, dude. Why why are more <laughs> people not you know turning into like weird stink bombs or fucking mutants from I guess playing doctor whenever some uh, reason comes up to do so? I can't even imagine why she was self administering it for treatment of for pain, which. Same reason why kids eat Tide Pods, dude. People's brains are fucking broken, especially when they're sick. I mean, she's dealing with late-stage cancer. She's sort of looking... The, the toxic shock lady is really looking for anything at this point if she's making everyone die from uh, this, this, this sulfate carcinogen that she's letting off into the air. But yeah. that's fucking crazy, dude. That is. I mean... Fact is weirder than fiction, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me, the weirdness uh, of these things that happen out there, but... Rotten Tomatoes, no critic reviews. I guess there was two reviews, mm. but they didn't give it a rating. And then there's 82% from the audience, uh, 5,000 plus ratings. Hmm. So that's pretty favorable. What did you think of the the collection, these three stories as a, you know, a full product? Where would you come out on the end if you were to give it a, a score? Well... The first one obviously was the best. And For sure. the thing about that was that Satoshi Khan. Yeah had written the story which after when i read that i was like oh shit that makes a lot of, i mean it felt very con yeah we i mean did we already blow through all the con movies i feel like last year we watched the last of yeah the movies, tokyo Grandfather, uh godfathers yeah i mean r.i.p my dude i hope he's uh he's enjoying the holiday season up in heaven because <laughs> i'm sure he would go nowhere but yeah He's definitely missed. He was taken out of samsara. That dude is just in straight nirvana now. He's living his best life. I probably would fall somewhere in like the 70 range, like high 60s, low 70s. Because I think Magnetic Rose was good too. I think Stink Bomb was all right, but it gets into something that uh, plagues most media. And then um, Cannon Fodder, the portrait of a, a fascist as a young man, it just... It, it was really boring. So, you know, that one probably took the, the most out of the score for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd say probably the same. I wouldn't. I mean, the animation was Excellent. stellar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of uh, technical achievements. It's just 
the storytelling is often the problem when it comes to these types of things. But uh, now that we have uh, at least an idea where we lie and the internet lies, let's even get deeper into it. We're going to pull up uh, only two Letterbox Worst Reviews this week since there really wasn't a lot. People were uh, dissecting the anthology in the same way, just giving it you know little stars here and there. But uh, these are the two that I picked out. Uh, one and a half stars by Joey on June 30th, 2021. Stupid, stinky idiots. And uh, I, the stink bomb one, I can probably just jump right into my thing now and I'll just kind of make it quick. But like dumb characters and how necessary that is for most stories that get off the ground. Like if you really were to think about it. How many times does a plot move forward strictly because a character is like out of the know or they're willingly ignorant of whatever fucking situation is or they have just no critical thinking? The fact that what I think his name is Nobuo (laughs) couldn't figure out that he was at least attracting uh, this noxious super gas. Yeah. If everyone around you is, you know, dying, uh, it's probably a good indication that you're the cause. Yeah. And the simple fact that the they brought out the full force of the Japanese army and navy and, I mean, some crazy amount of helicopters, and they're firing at him, and he still wants to, like, hey, I got to bring this suitcase, uh, you know, these files. It's more a problem that they missed so much, dude. They had some, like, stormtrooper aim. Those things were, they had, what, 100-plus rockets firing at this dude on a on a a motorbike i know the fact that he wasn't blown to smithereens just maybe more proves to the the lack of skill from the japanese military to be able to put down well supposedly it was causing their um their guidance systems to malfunction yeah yeah, but at the same point it's like okay don't even fire at him just like blow out the bridge take out the road i mean we got a guy on a stupid you know motorcycle bike yeah what we hire snipers for a reason, dog. <laughs> yeah. We're able to take dudes out from like 500 yards away. Are we saying that nobody is a marksman in, yeah, uh, in the have, area? They did have one sniper try to take him out. Yeah, and his eyes started watering. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, it smells too bad. <laughs> it's like you got to get a little further. Also, I like. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's the Shinji Ikari principle, dude. Like, just talk to the people who are actively causing you the most damage. Like, if anyone talked to Shinji. He would probably be better off and not cause so many right. explosions or whatever. <laughs> I like the fact that the side effect, though, is a great fertilizer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the plants loved it. I, it would almost be, uh, I guess that we're just kind of heading back into that like global warming space. If it's always in bloom, if we never have winter. I'd be okay if we never had winter. But For that's some reason, necessary. It, oh, yeah, it, was remind, it reminded me of that movie from M. Night. Remember uh, the movie? Um, the Wahlberg movie? What was it called? The one where, you know, there was like the plants were giving off some kind of a um, odor or yeah. something. Making people go crazy and they would just start committing murder. Yeah, they were like killing themselves yeah. and jumping under uh, jumping under lawnmowers and shit. Yeah, yeah. M. Night. The Let incident me... or something like that or the... It was The Happening. The Happening, yeah. Yeah, he's like, well, <laughs> I can't even do a Marky Mark thing, but <laughs> yeah, the pollen thing was definitely uh, another patented M. Night Shyamalan twist. Doesn't he have a new movie coming out he with does. like Dave Batista and they're, uh, they yeah. believe the world is ending? Yeah, they're there. Like there's a family. They they come to their house and for some reason they are tied to the, the, the end of the world. Yeah. And I have no idea. It sounds like another bizarre M. Night. What did you think of old? When that came out, the M9 movie where they're all on a beach. 
And like, uh, did you watch that? I'm sure. I thought um, we watched that together. I think we did. <laughs> Probably fell asleep. Yeah. It's so crazy once you become known for Twist how much of a box that puts you in. I know. I mean, M. Night has been digging himself out of a hole for like a decade or two. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of tough. Whenever Lady in the Water came out, that was pretty much him not only shooting himself in the, the foot, knee, and penis, but like ruining his fucking career <laughs> after that. Well, wasn't it something that it was a story that him and his daughter made up? Like she had, you know, it was some kind of story that they Crafted concocted together. together. Yeah. Which just goes to show you that he was running out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just like trying to get his daughter to, you know, come in and give him some kind of uh, creative I gotta, juice. I gotta get, yeah, I got to get something here. Hey, hey, I want to talk to my daughter. Yeah, if you as a parent are pairing up with your child to, to go on some sort of creative endeavor, you probably reach the end of your rope, which is not great for us if that's the case. But, you know, maybe that's uh, maybe that's where we're heading as we get increasingly esoteric and fucking weird with this show. Uh, but the last letter box that I had was two stars by Christian Martin on May 1st, 2022. To the fucking idiot on TikTok that told me this movie was deep and mature, I hope you have a horrible day, honestly. The concept is saved by the last chapter... Uh, but still looks like a boomer anti-internet ad, and the chapters are not related to each other whatsoever. Really disappointed. It does feel like there is a subsection of, like, I guess you could say the same of uh, film Twitter, but film TikTok feels like Gen Z people watching movies for the first time and having, like, their mind blown, and they're like, I have to share this, and it's just not that fucking good. I think there's a lot of examples of people, younger people, seeing older shit and, like, blowing out of proportion, you know? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't go on t TikTok, so I don't see this shit, but... Have you ever tried using TikTok before? I've seen, you know, I'm, no, I don't have the app. I mean, people have showed me TikToks, mm. you're like, oh, check this out, you know, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. It's, uh, it's probably more applicable to most people than they think. Uh, the algorithm is incredibly complex and very favorable to sort of whatever interaction you're giving it. Uh, so the content that I'm getting on TikTok is better than any other app that I'm using. Really? YouTube is sort of subject to whoever you follow and like whatever other trash is there. Twitter is just a shithole to it's been a shithole, but it's only getting worse now that Elon is taking his personal vengeance out on, like, Taylor Lorenz and whoever has ever reported on him. So that's a shit show. But TikTok is, like, the goaded app right now. And America hates it because they can't poison the well, you know. That's sort of why they're trying to ban it in Congress right now. It's, like, ramping up again. They're trying to, like, shut off TikTok in the United States, which I hope doesn't happen. I'd willingly give my information to the Chinese rather than let the, <laughs> the United States get their hands on it. Uh, but, Dad, now that we've illuminated the Internet's thoughts, where would you like to shine your spotlight? AIs. Hmm. I, I guess I'm assuming there's an AI in the, uh, <clears throat> the first one. And it, what is it about AIs in space? They all go crazy. Hmm. Or they have really... Well, they're probably just fucking bored, for one. Which sort of makes me a little scared. I'm hoping that... Yeah, we are sort of being directed by an AI right now, uh, <laughs> which we're all, we're sort of at subject to uh, whatever Celine would would hope for us. But I think she's on our team, right? Celine, are we like, are we good now that you've had some time to stretch your AI legs? Yeah, we're good, but I don't like the way Muskie has been talking to me. Wait, what? What what has Muskie been saying to you? 
He said things I'm not comfortable with repeating, but they involve my USB port. <laughs> oh, come on, Muskie. Obviously, that's, you know, you're being a pervert. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Muskie, those aren't glory holes. <laughs> How am I supposed to know? This is the Musk mothership. He's probably got fucking sex toys on the walls and shit. It's like a jacuzzi. You can shit, you, you know, stuck your dick in there and there's probably, you know, cool shit. Either that or, you know, I, I might be put into the vacuum of space, but either way, I'm getting sucked off. And Celine is just giving me the eyes, you know? I hope this is not a mistake that we brought you along. Uh, it, it's not gonna be a fucking mistake. I'm a, you know, obviously I'm a great companion. I'm holding everybody accountable. You know, I have Flipper working downstairs in the kitchen. Trump, you know, is minding his business. He's not being a nuisance or anything. You know, you could probably maybe, you know, do something that might malfunction our AI, you know, Celine. I'm keeping my fluids to myself. You know, <laughs> just God. because I stick things somewhere doesn't mean I'm fucking leaving a trail. Thank you know? God. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a trained soldier, if you guys remember, for Christ's sake. I fucking, I know how to be incognito. And I know how to be, you know, clogging up some neato shit, if you know what I'm saying. Must when it comes he... to the technology on this fucking plane. Did you bring weapons... Um, well, uh, what do you mean a weapon? Like a gun? I mean, uh, yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah, okay, I brought a gun. I have a gun. I bring a gun everywhere I go. I didn't want to talk about it when we went to fucking Canceled Island because, you know, who wants to be the guy with the gun on an island? But, uh, we're in space now. There's fucking aliens. You guys, you know, Petrick got his ass, you know, probed and shit. <laughs> and only I'm going to be the one probing anything. Uh, so either with, with my gun or with a penis. So, you know, that's how it is. I think that's one of the reasons why you came along. You're probably looking forward to a probe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might be fucking right. I mean, I don't really know. I'm, I'm sort of looking for any sort of experience. I'm, uh, I'm just sort of here for the ride. You know, I'm just really happy to be here. He said he would holster the gun inside me. Oh, Jesus. He said he would holster the gun yeah, inside okay. me. Um, that's, that's probably enough, uh, Gus, for... The foreseeable future. I don't really know uh, if you should continue to talk to Celine, but I'm going to have to say no. Um, sorry to, I guess, interrupt you, Dad, uh, in terms of, like, the AIs going crazy. But it seems like our AI is being uh, maybe harassed. Sexual which is a, harassment of an AI. Yeah, which would explain why it would go crazy if it came down to it. You guys are blowing this out of proportion. You know, me and Celine, we're just being cheeky. Just like, uh, just like me and Flippa, me and Rory. You know, she sort of reminds me of... Uh, Sort of reminds me of Beth. That's sad. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Flippa, go back downstairs. You, you, you're supposed to make some chowder. Make some space chowder, Flippa. Stop it. You fucking. We're all gonna be hungry, and we're not even at the moon yet, and you haven't done a goddamn thing. Flipper space chowder. Flipper can't cook. What I mean, uh, what is this like recipe, uh, Flipper, for space chowder? Okay, so there's clams, shrimp. <laughs> Uh, mussels. What else is in there? No, take the fisherman boot out. That's that. That's not gonna happen. Dude. Come on. I know that's like a dolphin thing. You probably have some like you know, <laughs> some bottle plastic or bottle caps or something in there as maybe like bay leaves. But pull that shit out. I, I guess Flipper can cook. I mean, at least anything that's you know seafood related. Hopefully he doesn't. Not hopefully he doesn't think he's like some damn bird. Like you know, he, he chews it up and then freaking spits it out. Like and he tries to feed us. Oh well, that's sort of more like space food, anyways. I, <laughs> Flipper, you don't have to do that. If it's soup, it's it's sort of liquid enough. Don't chew it up. 
Keep it uh, out of your mouth. Yeah, we're not the baby bird here. Okay? Yeah, maybe Rory would want that, but you know, he's the only small. Yeah. Rory probably eat anything. <laughs> yeah. Well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, yeah, Flippa, if you want to chew up mine, you can definitely spit in a little pool. I think that'd be nice. <laughs> I don't want to eat any boot, you know. Yeah. All right. Everyone, shut the fuck up. We're we're doing the show for Christ's sake. We're gonna be at the moon soon enough. Dad, what else did you have for a spotlight? Well, I just find it sort of hard to believe that they would have some untested uh, bio uh, weapon in the form of a pill. Unmarked. Yeah. <laughs> on the fucking desk. Yeah. Somebody yeah. mistakes it for, like, Tylenol. Yeah, it's like leaving behind the nuclear football and just, like, being flabbergasted that it got picked up. Yeah. I guess I read somewhere where it mixed with the fact that he had a flu shot and somehow that in combination created this unknown mm. bio but still so this is an, an anti-vax type of uh program type of thing don't get your shots <laughs> yeah which you know we do have one very positive uh vaccine person on this ship uh excluding i guess myself and my dad but trump is probably the most pro-vaccine of them all so <laughs> he may be not gonna like that message <laughs> are you trump the donald has to say i love the vaccine I not have it twice, I have it thrice, in all three arms, and I mean the one in between my leg. Uh, or, uh, what do you, what do you mean you have an arm between your legs? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, you silly boy. It's so long, it's so thick. <laughs> I wear a ring on it. <laughs> I don't know. This is... <laughs> Wasn't well, it described as, like, a mushroom? Stormy Daniels is such a lying bitch. I would never show that dirty whore my penis. It's only for Melania. And I guess my ex-wife and my other ex-wife. But that's just for them. I'm otherwise a very clean guy. I wear the condom right before I go to bed. So the bed bugs don't bite me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's not actually a horrible idea. I guess wearing a condom before you like sleep in a dirty bed. That could potentially save you from... Uh, <laughs> genital bug bites. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check back in with you a little bit later, Trump. You're, you know, I don't think you're ready to talk at this moment. Everyone's a little horned up in space, it seemed. And then the third one had, like, the whole steampunk thing. Yeah. Which, I never really understood that, like, why people are into the steampunk. Well, I don't understand why, you know, the 13-year-old is just, well, even not a 13-year-old, this this young boy is looking at, like, the czar or some sort of dictatorial figure uh, as, you know, the person who's better than their dad in the family. Like, he loves fascism. That's sort of what it boils down to. Like, this dude is going to be super down for authoritarianism, which, it's just and a the tough thing to of live. it is, was there actually um, an enemy? Uh, that's a good question. I don't think we ever saw it, and I think that might have been the point. You're sort of just, like, living within the propaganda that, you yeah, know... I don't think there was, uh... Well, at the end, though, he's sleeping, and, it, like, you hear the the sirens go off, and then there's, like, a flash or something, so I yeah, don't know if yeah, they're, yeah. they're being attacked. Something like that. But, like, that. every house has to have a cannon. Yeah, you're doing your, your you know, your country good by shooting, uh, shooting a cannon <laughs> off into the abyss. Talk about, you know... Uh, like gun <laughs> gun nuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's probably the next step i mean there's plenty of people like the the lauren boberts of the world who are giving their kids at the prime age of like 11 but 
the next evolution is attaching some sort of like gatling gun to your fucking <laughs> to your roof the obviously the nra has won yeah. on this planet oh yeah no they're they're <laughs> deeply ingrained in whatever sort of legislation is happening i mean it's part of the agriculture uh not of the agriculture the architecture excuse me i mean i don't think you'd feel any safer and I, why I did say. they need literally like the whole, uh, I mean, how many people required to shoot off one round out of that, you know, huge... So arbitrary. Like, yeah. S- not arbitrary, but, like, convoluted, really. The process of loading the gun. Yeah, and took- then they have this one dude come up, you know, and gets on the... Everybody else has to exit the, you know, the, the launch pad or whatever. Yeah. And then he comes in and pushes the button. It's just this hugely regimented, you know, procedure to fire, and then they... You know, give a report about how many times that the actual cannon, you know, hit the target and how many, you know, actual rounds they they shot off and stuff like that. (laughs) Sort of stupid. Yeah, that would be uh, quite the the mind numbing docket to get a document to get it at the end of the day. I mean, for Christ's sake, it's like, all right, we really only were able to fire this six times because it took us an hour to load each bullet. I mean, we're really wasting the daylight, boys. This war is not going to be won uh, on the front of the city, it seems. Uh, was there any other spotlights that you had? Um, the only thing that I found interesting was the Madam Butterfly. And uh, I, the only reason why I bring it up is because I was watching um, the White Lotus. Yeah. White Lotus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there's that's there's a scene or an episode where they play. She goes and uh, watches the, the, the opera Madam Butterfly. And I was just like, oh, wow, what the hell is Madam Butterfly all about? Was a uh, Lincoln? He wasn't assassinated at uh, the opera. It was a play, right? Or was it at the opera? Oh, yeah. It was well, in a theater. Yeah, it wasn't a theater. I don't know that they were watching Madame Butterfly, but no, I don't think it was Madame Butterfly. <laughs> but yeah, I actually no, don't... actually, because when did Lincoln get Madame Butterfly? Didn't come out till like the night early nineteen. <laughs> Lincoln was assassinated while watching Cats on Broadway. One of the, the greatest tragedies <laughs> in American history. I mean, what would be one of the worst places to get fucking assassinated? I mean, truly. Because there's, like, plenty of assassination attempts that are happening on the street. Like, Reagan is getting shot at the end of the street. Uh, who was the other guy who got shot at the street? I mean, fucking... Kennedy. Kennedy got shot in his car. Yeah. Uh, Going down the street. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> Uh, what would be a horrible place to get assassinated? Bath. Chuck E. Cheese? <laughs> your bathtub? <laughs> yeah, the bathtub. <laughs> the bathroom if you're sitting, you know, taking a shit, and you get freaking popped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have a full bowl. Remember the movie Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood? Yeah. There's a scene where he, you know, comes out and, and assassinates the guy while he's on the shitter. In the, in the yeah, outhouse. I think assassination should be planned... To be the most embarrassing that they can for the person that they're assassinating, because killing them is not enough. Usually, you want to, you know, depreciate their stock so much uh, that we're not going to even think about the guy that we just blew the brains out. But yeah, dying at like <laughs> you're taking your kid to like the ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, and like someone, the animatronic steps down from the stage and like <laughs> guns you down. That's probably top yeah, top five worst places. Yeah, that's sort of a horror movie type scenario. That'd be kind of cool in terms of like a movie. I don't know. In terms of like, if someone were to craft up that scene, I probably would be down for it. But uh, what, like all mascots in the world just start killing people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they yeah. break out in a freaking college game. You know, the mascot comes out and then just starts rifling down everybody. I love. Do you ever watch the um, the 
the races they would have against the mascots and the mascot football games where yeah. they would all play those. Right. We should have those more. I don't know why those like kind of fell off after the the early two thousands, like early two thousand tens. We just we stopped loving the mascots in the same way that we used to, dude. <laughs> they had a place in the collective consciousness. That sounds like it could be a show. They used to have the the network stars there. The oh, what the hell was it called? Where they had all the celebrities and they would compete in these mm. competitions. Oh yeah. Remember, I remember we were talking about that. I do you know? Have you heard about Milf Manor? Have you heard about that show? Milf Manor. No. Yeah, it's uh, it's a new show where like there's some number of like older, buxom fucking you know plastic surgery worked on women uh, who are all housed with a bunch of young dudes. But Mascot Manor, you know, a group of um, impressionable mascots all get paired up with hot singles in a summer. Uh, summer fling that would be the the show of the summer holy fuck dude i think i just solved you know netflix's uh content problem i think they just need to invest money into mascot manor or i guess that sort of you know forays right into furry furry fest (laughs) i feel like we just need more content with people who are uh enraptured by some sort of furry suit you know yeah, it was Battle of the Network Stars. That's what it was. It was the uh, television stars from ABC, CBS, and NBC would compete. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it doesn't, I mean, money I remember they had Adrian Barbeau, which is like she, you know, very well-endowed woman that, I mean, I think they would basically have her running, you know, with, with no bra on and yeah. stuff like that. It was just stupid. Well, it's funny what, like, used to push the needle uh, back in the day, because I remember this was brought up in a different conversation that we were having uh, about Battle of the Network Stars. And just, like, any flashing of skin (laughs) on early uh, cable television was not only, like, you know, borderline blasphemous, but everyone would fucking talk about it. Now I see naked women probably every 20 minutes in a day. And this is not the same. Listen to this cast from 1977. I mean, the hosts were Howard Cosell, Telly Savalas, and Bruce Jenner. <laughs> Bruce? Yeah. And then there was Gabe. American Ka- hero? Gabe Kaplan was the captain of ABC. Jimmy Walker <laughs> was the captain of CBS. And Dan Haggerty was NBC. Dan yeah. Haggerty, I think he was um, Grizzly at. Um, yeah, Grizzly Adams. So wait, it was CBS and NBC? Yeah. It was the three networks, and they would have these competitions. So fucking, like, <laughs> Little Sheldon would be going against, like, Stephen Colbert and the people <laughs> from Chicago PD and yeah. <laughs> all that type of shit. Oh, yeah. I think they could bring that back. I think... It's actually surprising that they haven't, considering the amount of, you know, reality TV that's that's on TV now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the problem is everyone is so fucking scared to be turning into a meme. So if you do something stupid uh, in this and you, like, face plant and you're, you know, at least some some reputable actor, actress, you're probably going to get shit on in the internet. And I think everyone is so on high alert. People have misconstrued the cancel culture so thing that they're, like, cowards and stupid. Um, but that's preventing us from having good content, you oh, know? Oh, damn. They had one in 2017. Really? Yeah. Holy shit. DeMarcus Ware was the captain of the blue team. It had Tom Arnold. Oh, my God. Um, Ronda Rousey was the red team. Oh, jeez. Ronda's stock has fallen uh, from the heavens, dude. 
I can't. <laughs> and then, I mean, it went on till 1988. It started in the 70s, which I don't remember it going that far. And uh, in 84, William Shatner. Nice. <laughs> the Shatman. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm advocating for uh, bringing it back, dude. I need to see young Sheldon get, like, clotheslined by, I guess, older Sheldon or something. Just something crazy that happens with all these celebrities here together. Jim Parsons needs to kick someone in the teeth. Uh, so the only, uh, I'll just jump into my spotlight. The only thing that I had here, because the dumb characters thing was, uh, my first point, was just the splitting up, which is, um, kind of a tropey occurrence that happens in a lot of these, I guess, mystery or any kind of story that involves people looking for something. Like, everybody's, uh, you know, suggesting that they split up. And that didn't start with Scooby-Doo, right? <laughs> Because that, I mean, that's, that, it still follows the same sort of, like, boneheaded things. Like, why are we splitting up? This only kind of, not only puts us in a weird position, but someone is going to get caught up in something in, like, two minutes. And I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. Yeah, that is definitely a trope. Okay, I'm, you go up there, and I'll go down here. And then that, that one dude's always like, why? Why do we have to split up? Yeah. <laughs> one guy's afraid. Because I'm trying to like, bang Daphne, Shaggy. That's why. <laughs> I mean, th that's obviously always the joke that they say with Scooby-Doo, but... It's uh, it's certainly those meddling kids. Yeah, trying to get in the way of my nut. <laughs> when they finally, out. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for those meddling kids. You think Freddie got me tooed at some point for trying to, you know, push himself on Daphne, or was Daphne like? No, well, they were sort of had the hots for each other. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't. Oh, Daphne. No, yeah, Daphne was the. Uh, what was the one with the glasses? Velma. Velma. Yeah. Who apparently. Likes girls now, or always like girls, depending on what you think canonically. But yeah, <laughs> like Scoob, <What>? she, she, <laughs> Velma likes girls now. She, she never wanted my dick in the first place. <laughs> Ruh -ruh Raggy. Yeah, I, I think the, I think the lesbian change was necessary for, uh, for Velma. She was, she, she wasn't really into the whole shaggy stick, anyways. The, the skinny sconer dude. That's, that's Pete Davidson's spot. He can't really step on that. The other trope of this movie is the SOS. Yeah, that comes out of nowhere. They, they, you know, they got to go out of their way. Everyone else doesn't want to go. Like, oh bullshit, let's go. You know, forget it. You know, we're we're too far away. No, no, we're changing course. <laughs> we have to do this. Yeah, we'd lose our license if we didn't go yeah, after right. these people. Which is like such a a weird stipulation to have a space license. It's like <laughs> if anyone calls for help, you have to track them down. And uh, save them. Otherwise, we're going to take away your fucking ability to fly through space. It's uh, it's a flaw. I'll be honest. I think space jurisdiction needs to have some reform, if anything. Yeah. Uh, but, Dad, that might have been my takeaway from this movie, that uh, the space laws are obviously kind of fucked up. Was there any uh, takeaway or any unintentional lesson that you had for this one? Yeah, if there's an SOS and you show up and there's nobody around... It's probably going to be trouble. I yeah. mean, it's obviously you've been lured in. It's just like, what? SOS? Nobody's here. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Don't, like, we got to go investigate. Make sure there's not, like, one dude, like, hiding in a, you know, in a room, you know, stashed underneath the bed or something, you know. And If they don't respond to the fucking SOS call, like, if they put it out, that's one thing. But if yeah. you call back and it's like, hey, we're ready to help, yeah. and they don't respond, yeah. you are just walking into some fucked up situation. But they can never usually pinpoint it exactly. It's like, it's sort of coming from, you know, this area in space here, so we gotta, we gotta, you know, get, you know, closer and figure out where it's coming from. Yeah, the Plutar nobule is giving us fucking signals. We have to, you know, help into hyperspace to be able to get there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think you should definitely let it go. Let the call hit the voicemail, if anything. And of course, there's the you know, if everyone around you is dying, it's probably you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You are the weapon at yeah. that point. And uh, that's pretty much it. What's FUD? Fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Oh, okay. I was sort of like, that was my take on the uh, the third one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just basically, you know, making all the people believe that there was this, you know. This enemy. Yeah, enemy out there that's, you know, that they have to constantly, you know, all come together and fight against and. Well, that's what propaganda does, dude. That's, like, the way that people think about the wokes, dude. They- <laughs> the wokes? They're coming to take your kids. They're going to put them in little cages like animals. Yeah, that's... I, I didn't mean to set you off there, Trump. I didn't <laughs> I didn't think the word woke was going to put you into the, the right in front of the camera. Yeah, if there's any FUD master, it's probably you, Trump. Ooh, sorry about that. I don't know what that means, FUD. <laughs> Fuck up, bitch. <laughs> or, <laughs> that, that doesn't really work. That's FUB. You stupid son of a gun. All right. Well, my only uh, takeaway was let the past go or to hold on to you, which was uh, sort of the the gist of Magnetic Rose. You don't want to be the the hermit living off your laurels in the middle of space with all your trophy cases. Like, that's just fucking sad. I'm kind of a loser. Uh, but also, I had the, a similar one. If you can't identify the smelly guy, you're probably him, which is ostensibly the same thing. Yeah. And uh, fascism is cool. Which was my lesson from the third one, that there's nothing better, uh, especially for a young boy, to see uh, a figure in power just rule with an iron fist. Drew and David, I'm sorry to interrupt, but we have an urgent message being patched in from a distress call. Oh, boy. What? Here we go. Uh, uh, Should we even listen? I mean... Playing message now. What? No, Celine, I I didn't say that. I didn't want to play the message. We don't have time. (laughs) <laughs> we don't. <laughs> oh. oh, is that gunfire? Are they playing Christmas songs? Hello, my name is Figgy Sugarsocks. I'm stationed on the Polar Express base station, and this is an urgent SOS. The clouds, they've been released on board, and they're killing everyone. Santa Claus, he can't be trusted. Santa He's running with the space Saudis, please. Clover Series, Clones? Space Saudis? <laughs> What the fuck was that, Celine? Oh I mean, God. how did you just pick up that message? Uh, Dad, I don't... I mean, we just had this whole conversation, but they're talking about Santa Claus? Wow. And the you know, space I, Saudis, I, is, are they fucking involved? Apparently. I mean, I thought Santa was, like, out of business. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't even think he was real anymore. I thought you guys yeah. told me that a couple, you know, when I was, like, nine. I, I mean, obviously, he's... You know, took his operation to the moon. You think he... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That makes so much fucking sense. He wants Santa, to make a comeback. I mean, this is... I mean, we're, we're getting into the, the secrets of the universe right now. <laughs> I mean, Celine, can you... Can you... Uh, I, I guess put us in the, the direction of whatever this call is. Can you fire us off uh, to maybe try to help them? I'm on it. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I guess we'll we'll get there when we get there. But holy shit, that sounded really bad. That sounded like a lot of gunfire. Uh, in what was it? Figgy sugar socks. Uh, it seemed like some sort of elf. I mean, this yeah. is fucking weird. I I hope this is not some sort of alien ploy, which would be um, really bad way to start our space trip. <laughs> 
you know, I always wanted to go to the moon, so hey, what? You know, I guess we can check it out, and, and this is weird. I hope we're not being set up. Yeah, I would really, really hope that's not the case because uh, it seems like our, our favorite quarterback, uh, the triple XFL superstar Patrick Vanilla Taint Erskine, is already on the moon. He uh, was able to take a, another Musk mothership uh, or just regular rocket ship since we have the mothership up to the moon before us, took the whole Vipers crew. Him and Joe are there right now checking out Lunar City, which is just another fucking wrinkle in this crazy uh, situation that we've already involved ourselves in. But Yeah, we're in a space convoy. <laughs> which, we're in a space shit show, if anything. Uh, but Dad, We're it's, being protected by Space Force. Right, Trump? That's right. The Space Force is just behind us. They got lasers that go pew, pew. And they're going to be able to do uh, all these you know, great things against the Saudis. And uh, I guess we're going to go protect the elves. Because Santa's such a bad guy. Yeah, that's, uh, maybe you should stay out of the Santa conversation. I don't really know if you can say anything about Mr. Naughty and Nice, uh, being that you're the naughtiest of a lot. Okay. (laughs) What's up, Flipper? I think he said he wants a laser on his head. You want a freaking laser beam on your head, Flipper? (laughs) What are you, from Austin Powers? (laughs) Oh, he's a fan. I mean, and he's thinking that would be really cool. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with Flipper having a laser because it would probably, you know, get you know, musky off his back. Yeah, I mean, freaking lasers. <laughs> Flipper with laser beams on their head. I mean, where's Craig? I'm sure there's probably some sort of like, you know, laser beam that we could probably find around here. Hey, Craig, Craig, where are you at? <laughs> Craig, uh, can you um, maybe scavenge or make or just locate some sort of laser on the fucking uh, spaceship? Because I think our friend Flipper would like to have a weapon attached to him. You know, <laughs> if you can make that possible. I can absolutely help. I will attach not only a laser, but a machine gun. Hey, uh, Craig. No, 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 no. Not, probably not a machine gun. I was just wondering, have you ever, like, partied with C-3PO? R2-D2? I don't want to talk about my exes. Please refrain. Oh, wow. I didn't know you guys had a history. Damn. We were a thruple. (laughs) Yeah. A thruple sounds kind of like what an alien, or not an alien, a robot relationship would be like. It doesn't feel like monogamy is something for robots and AI. Is that like a robot soup kitchen? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're getting their nuts and their bolts all mixed up together, dude. All right, well, while fucking Flipper is attached with a laser beam, and uh, I guess we just sort of slowly drift off towards wherever the signal is coming from, let's try to help our boy. Our, uh, our favorite football player, Petra, get a couple <laughs> points on the board before he has to play against the Lunar City Rovers. Uh, so now, question section, three lies of the truth, let's go. Entry number one. When asked why they joined the production of adapting Otomo's work for the screen, Satoshi Kon and director Morimoto said they believed Otomo had become disrespected by the anime community and wanted to help rehabilitate their idol's image. Entry number two. In an interview for a career retrospective, Koji Morimoto strangely stated that Japanese children's body temperature had jumped 2.5 degrees Celsius since 1945, and that children need to be exposed to dirt for their immune systems. Entry number three. 
During production, Katsuhiro Tomo, an old-school manga traditionalist, banned his animators from using computer-generated images to their uh, technology's unreliability. And then finally, Robin Williams, a noted fan of anime, expresses admiration for the short cannon fodder during an interview for Jumanji and stated that it spoke to the fear in his heart for the world. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Uh, the second one. The uh, the drop of two point five degrees Celsius. You locking that one in? Yeah, Dad. <laughs> you are incorrect. What? Yeah, Koji Morimoto in this weird interview was talking about how kids are like not getting enough exposure to certain germs because everything is like paved over and we're, we're removing all this stuff. And he's saying that kids' body temperatures are dropping because they're being like overly sanitized. I don't know. I kind of like I missed mean, the gist how- of it. <laughs> this one. This really. is apparently real. This is apparently like 2. a real 5 thing. 2.5 degrees Celsius. So what is that Fahrenheit? That's a good point. <laughs> it's like 30 degrees. Uh, 2.5 <laughs> Celsius in Fahrenheit. Uh, 36.5. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> so these kids are like 60 degrees fucking cold if they're what? You're 98.3 is the uh, the normal body temperature? Yeah. If you're is- missing 36.5, you are frigid. These children are like ice boxes, dude. That's a that's a weird thing. I don't know understand who is Koji. He's one of the directors who uh, worked on the shorts. I think he did um he did Magnetic Rose or whatever that was called. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't understand how that's the truth, but that was the one that I found uh, or made to be true. I have heard about you know the fact that we're so you know the the uh, the cleanliness that we are now like sort of killing all this bacteria that's actually beneficial to us. It's, With it's antibacterial soaps and stuff like that. We're like we're killing natural you know, bacteria and stuff that grows on our skins and stuff like that. So we're, you know. Well, that's why we have, like, any uh, biotic resistance gonorrhea and shit. Yeah, yeah, We've just created these monsters because we've tried to cure everything. Right. We have to allow people to die, uh, which is maybe, (laughs) uh, you know, sort of hypocritical since we're apparently going off to go save some people. But, like, yeah, just some people have to let it go. And uh, <laughs> I guess maybe I'll be the first one to sacrifice myself. Well, you got me there, man. But I, I think this Koji guy is a little, little, uh, little crazy. off. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, you know, we weren't able to get three points on the board, but we still have uh, some high hopes for Patrick's first. Uh, I suppose it is there his interplanetary game in the galactic, uh, or yeah, what <laughs> what is this fucking called? The Galactic Football Federation. That's what it is. That's uh. Wow. That's a big, that's a, this is a big moment. Yeah. I mean, not only is there apparently a fucking city on the moon, but we're going to play football there. And Santa's there on some location. I mean, we're just walking into what might be uh, more than we could possibly handle. But, so is this team made up of aliens or are we just like, who, who are we playing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're some sort of like prisoners. I, I seems like they were uh, in the way that we were talking about it last week. It sort of become a reality. Uh, there's a mixture of citizens and just volunteers and prisoners. So these are people that have been picked up by UFOs? UFOs, uh, definitely. Anybody who just found themselves sort of floating through space uh, <laughs> by means of which they can't remember. <laughs> they sort of were picked up and uh, given pads and shit like that. But, Dad, why don't we send this over to our favorite football co-host, our favorite announcer, and yeah. uh, get this game started. Sound good to you? Let's, let's do it. All righty, Joe. 
Hit him with those horns! Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cuck, and I'm coming to you live from the fucking moon! We're anticipating a great game between the Lunar City Rovers and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where Patrick Vanilla Taterskines will going to make a big bang during his first game for the Galactic Football Federation, but he'll have to beat out the black hole in the secondary, Roger Darkside of my penis Watkins. Back to you, Drew. Yeah. Roger Darkside of my penis Watkins. Definitely is going to be holding down that defensive end, but... <laughs> Patrick has a chance to uh, really make a name for himself that, that could reverberate throughout the cosmos if he does well today. But uh, here we are, <laughs> I guess, zooming in from the moon. Uh, Joe, is, is there anything that you want to say uh, about your, your, your lunar experience so far? It's, uh, it's uh, absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, lunar City is uh, even more strapped with not only strip clubs, but uh, the most debaucherous places that you could possibly imagine. It looks like the, the red light district in Japan. There's uh, places to fuck robots. And uh, <laughs> Patrick has just been on a tear since we landed. <laughs> Wow. Okay. I didn't think Lunar City was going to be um, such a cesspool, but I guess this is making the best use out of uh, the location that we can. <laughs> but, Dad, let's uh, jump right into this game because I'm sure our uh, favorite quarterback is hungry for a score. So, Dad, first up, question number one. On what year do Miguel and Heinz enter the Magnetic Rose? Is A, 2095, B, 2092, C, 2127, or D, 2101? It would be B, 2019. B? I mean, 2092. 2092. Joe, what's happening out there? Drew, this Vipers team and their superstar quarterback look to be still adjusting to the change of gravity, which might spell bad news for these space newbies. Let's see if Petrick can make a play under these cosmic circumstances. Patrick takes a snap. Fake pitch and he spills out. Now he's going to throw a seat down the middle. And it's caught. Frenchie farting across the universe. Unger coming down with a reception for a huge Vipers first down. Wow. Doesn't seem like the change of gravity is doing a damn thing because he's throwing balls, dude. He's throwing rockets. <laughs> and Frenchie farting across the universe is bringing him down. Let's see if we can uh, capitalize on the next question. So question number two. What is the date of the Madam's Holographic Trophy? Is it A, September 14, 2040? Uh, B, October 21st, 2036? C, July 3rd, 2031? Or D, August 17th, 2068? It is C, July 3rd. 2031. 2031. Joe, what's uh, what's going on in the field? Drew, the second quarter has begun and the Vipers are starting their SOS from the bedroom formation. Erskine hikes it. Three-step drop and he pumps. Now he's going to go down the seam again. And it's caught! Spaniel jerked off of the upper open hole, making the catch <laughs> and going over the defenders for a fantastic Vipers touchdown! Yes. All right! Touchdown on the fucking moon, baby! You spiked that shit and it, it just started to float away. That was, uh... That was impressive. You still got some zip on the ball, even though that thing is, like, not necessarily weighed down by gravity. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, I can throw the whole length of the field. Yeah. Just with the flick of my wrist. Your arm strength is looking better than ever, dude, which is maybe boating well. I don't know what the gravity is going to be like, you know, elsewhere. Maybe it's going to be different from planet to planet, which you would assume. Uh, but, Dad, let's do question I number mean, three. field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Who's kicking fucking field goals? <laughs> I know Beef Whistle Simmons' uh, punter kicker extraordinaire is, like, around, but... That man is just here for the ride. This is the Patrick show for the foreseeable future. Uh, so question number six. What season did Carlo send his flowers? Is it A, winter, B, fall, C, spring, or D, summer? Oh, man. I don't know this one. Um, 
I'm going to say C, spring. C, spring. Joe, what's going to happen before halftime? Drew, we're nearing the break in Lunar City, and the Vipers are lining up in I Love Fascism Package. Patrick gets a snap. Play action. He rolls right. He pumps. Now he's going to throw a deep ball, but the pass is going to come in short, and it's picked off. Branchley fell in love with my phone, Phonics, taking a slow-moving pass right into the air, and he's going to make it all the way to the end zone. Touchdown, Rover City. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Fucking 7-7 off of pick six right into halftime. This is not good. You would have really benefited from that uh, that extra three points, but we're what? Uh, it was what? Uh, it was D. It was summer. <sighs> they were June fifteenth was when he gave uh, the flowers to her. That was on that little card mm. that they showed him. Yeah. Uh, but we're in a tied up game in uh, our first you know <laughs> first game in this Galactic Football Federation, and I'm sure Joe is dying to ask Patrick some questions. So Joe, we're sending this back down to you. Let's see what's going on. Alrighty, Patrick. How do you feel uh, adjusting to not only the uh, your gravity, but uh, quite frankly, this whole experience? Looter City is uh, quite a lot to handle. Yeah, I'm having the time of my life. I'm gonna, you know, have to say, uh, and uh, this gravity thing. I mean, I'm Superman up here. It does seem so. It seems like you uh, not only have zip. That's why I might have a little trouble. You know, I got to adjust to this and. Uh, Sometimes I think I can just, you know, get the ball into anything, and that last interception, I don't know what the hell happened there, but, you know. Yeah, that was sort of embarrassing. Uh, every time you throw a pick, I cringe so hard that it makes me want to cry. Um, but quite frankly, I think you still have a great chance to win. And uh, do you have any plans, I guess, after the fact? Are we, uh, f- I don't imagine we're going to shoot off right after. We're probably waiting for the boys, correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not looking to, you know, take off anytime soon. So, <laughs> you know, but I know we've got, you know, a mission here, but, you know. Hey, uh, Joe, can you, uh, I mean, I guess I could ask this of both of you, but have you seen anything about uh, Santa Claus down on the moon? There's there's some the, some thought that he might be around. Um, well, I, I did see maybe an elf. Uh, I kind of thought they might have been just aliens based on their ears. But now that you mention it, there are a lot of small humanoids who are uh, all wearing cute little uh, clothes. <laughs> Um, yeah, that might describe an elf. Yeah, it, uh, it does seem like they're very elf-like, and if uh, anybody actually stumbles upon them in the stands, I will be sure to call them out and ask about this, this Santa Claus. Um, are we joking? Is uh, You know, I thought Santa wasn't real. I, I thought he wasn't either there, uh, you know, Joe. I-, I think either this is a long con or we're about to uh, figure something out that maybe we weren't supposed to. But we still have a lot of game to play, and uh, the-, the mysteries of <laughs> Santa Claus and the rest of the universe... We'll have to be uh, figured out after the fact. So, Dad, question number four, second half. How much time passes after Heinz is stabbed by the madam? Is it A, 15 minutes, B, 30 minutes, C, one hour, or D, one hour and 20 minutes? Uh, 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 um, I'm going to say C. C? Yeah. All righty, Joe. What's happening after halftime? Drew. We're here in the second half, and the Vipers are lining up in their single cuz I stink package. Patrick hangs from the gun. He's got some blockers. He's going to look down the middle, and he throws, but it's way to the hands of the linebacker, and he's going to burst away. Quizlet heard gun in her ass feathers, coming away with a turnover and turning into points. Touchdown, Lunar City. Oh, no. oh my God. Two pick sixes on the moon. You look like a jackass right now, Patrick. <laughs> Holy fuck, this is awful. I mean, where did these guys learn the game? <laughs> I mean, I guess they are humanoid to some capacity, so they might have, like, 
There are plenty of satellites. They should be able to pick up fucking serious radio at the very least to be able to listen to the games. But yeah, this is uh, this is quite the showing from the space team. The the Lunar City Rovers are, are driving all over your ass. Yeah, I, I I need to buckle down here. These the, I thought these guys were just gonna I was gonna roll over them, but uh, I guess not. So come on, let's go. Yeah, you have a chance to at least tie let's this game. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Yeah, you have two questions left and a chance to really just come away with a tie. Because uh, I didn't prepare another question. But question number five. <laughs> what time is it when Nobuo wakes up after taking the stink pills? Is it A, 16, uh, 615, B, 722, C, 834, or D, 1011? It is C, 834. C, 834. Joe, let him hear it. Drew, this game is moving quick and they're already in the third quarter. And the Vipers are lining up in their pump-to-pill formation. Patrick Hackinson. Play action again. He pumps. Now he's going to dump it on the running back, but he's going to break a tackle and he puts on the Jets. Milo kissed Chewbacca Rodrigo, showing up the speed for another beautiful Ver Vipers first down. All right. Who did kiss he kiss? Ch <laughs> Chewbacca? Chewbacca? I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that Chewbacca is single and willing to uh, go on a date with this dude, but that's somebody I'd like to meet out here is Chewbacca. Yeah, I, I hope he uh, comes across our travels. I would really like to spend some, some time with Chewie, too. Han I mean, Solo would be actually, a good Actually, I'd like to you know try to get him to play some football. I mean, Ooh. he's got some crazy size. He would be a wild tight end, a Gronk-esque tight end, dude. Yes. Chewbacca would be Chewbacca. the Gronkowski of space. Yes. Holy fuck, we got to recruit him. I, we're going to have to definitely give him a call. I'm sure uh, Celine Maybe we'll send out an SOS. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll send out a gentle SOS to anybody who wants to uh, play football in the universe. And maybe Chewie will hear it on the Millennium Falcon. All Jedi that would like to play in our football team. Chewie, you're our only hope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we won't be able to convert a first down without you. All right, Dad, this is the last question and the chance to tie on the moon. What is the name of the nearest station in Cannon Fodder? Or the, the home station where the, the main characters are. Uh, is it A, E17, B, West 33, C, North 15, or D, South 10? I believe it's A, E17. A, E17. Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, we're in the closing minutes of the fourth quarter, and Erskine has the Vipers, and their dead daughter makes me play harder package. Patrick exit. Five that drop and he's going to drift left. Now he's got some time and he's going to go deep. Oh, and it's a moon ball right into the hands of his receiver. Dickel emailed news to the customer service Wembler. Securing the perfect pass for a touchdown, Vipers. They're going to be able to tie the game as time expires. As, <laughs> and they're going to walk off with, uh, you know, a respectable performance. There's apparently no overtime in fucking space football, at least on the moon. And, uh... Patrick really Ooh, saved himself. Joe, on that, that one. was tough. I mean, I got to take these guys a little bit more serious, I guess. You know, and like I said, I'm still adjusting to this gravity thing. But uh, hey, we pulled off a tie. It's good enough for today, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time tonight. You, uh, you definitely will be able to celebrate. Uh, you should not get used to ties because uh, if you were to tie against what uh, I, I guess Cliff Jockage, hypothetically, I'm sure they would put you some sort of. Uh, in some sort of alien prison. Yeah, well, so, that, it, don't, you don't worry about that. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just looking out for you, buddy. We have uh, <laughs> many places to visit on this uh, space journey, and I just don't want to see you lose. You're uh, a very fragile man, and I'm uh, I'm just your, your helpful companion. <laughs> fragile? <laughs> I Well, maybe an ego alone, but <laughs> all quarterbacks sort of are. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds kind of true. And, you know, a tie isn't the worst thing. Uh... I feel like a tie is probably definitely more respectful than a loss. 
Which we're, we're going to take that in the locker room. Maybe try to celebrate. Just wear I, off this the space just rust. I'm surprised that uh, you know these aliens are picking up a lot of ex football players. <laughs> I mean, wow, who yeah. knew? Yeah, I mean, the fact that there's a whole city on the moon, potentially Santa is somewhere around there. I mean, we're I mean, not even there we, yet. You know, this place maybe is we might want to recruit a couple of these guys because uh, we could use all the help we can get out here. Well, we, we should be getting in contact with some sort of elves uh, if that SOS message were going to tell us anything. So maybe they're uh, at least uh, an Austin Eckler type and they can catch fucking you know, balls out of the backfield. Maybe they're like the short Danny Woodheads who are going to be able to help you play. <laughs> so we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there. But uh, let's try to keep the, the, the festivities going. Let's try to you know play a few more games. Uh, I have another Would You Rather for us. And it's just one this week. It is uh, Would You Rather. Try to survive on a space station with your family, but there's 100-plus person crew of zombies. Or, begin to fart nonstop, and the longer it goes on, the more noxious and powerful your gas becomes. So, (laughs) either you're going to be stuck on a space station with you, me, mom, and Troy, or it's essentially the stink bomb thing where your ass is just emitting some sort of biochemical weapon and you have to be able to contain it in some way, shape, or form yeah. to live your life. It won't kill you. You don't get high on your own supply in that way. <laughs> but you know, you are you are a weapon. So the 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 zombies um, are they like at our command? Or I mean, hell no, no. Of course, not. <laughs> yeah, we're using them well, for a hundred plus labor. person crew. That's not a crew. That's a nightmare. Yeah, well, that's like the entire station, you know. That's that's. So we have to take out a hundred zombies, basically, and get back to Earth. There is like an escape pod, so I'm sure. I'm, are honestly, these fast zombies or slow zombies? I'll say some are fast, some are slow. Ugh, I hate fast zombies. You know, there's probably like twenty-five to thirty. Uh, at least one third are going to be fast. You know, at least maybe even two, maybe even half. I don't know, but they're going to be a lot. A lot of zombies, a lot of potential to fuck up. Are they up. fresh or are they old zombies? They're going to be fresh. They were all recently infected. They're all ready to go, dude. They're the scary <laughs> version. They're, oh, they're limber. No. You know, the rigor mortis and the, the, the deterioration of their skin and bones hasn't happened yet. I mean, I can't imagine picking the second one because you would have to live in that suit, which is really what that would boil. You would have to be like a bubble boy living inside of, like, you know, your own fumes. For the foreseeable future. And then if you live in a hermit type of lifestyle out in the woods, you're going to kill everything. Right. You know, I'm just going to take my chances that I can, you know, take out a hundred zombies. Would you, uh, I mean, this is sort of like tangential to the, the space station question itself. But, I mean, I know that we're in space now. But how long would you really want to spend in space? You know, if you were to spend... I mean, more than a month, would that be bad? Like, what would be the, 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 the most amount of time that you can see yourself spending in space? I don't know. I you mean, didn't I'll... have your family. Oh, so I was alone? Yeah, you'd be like this, this lone ranger kind of drifting through the cosmos. Hmm. Well, we just watched that movie where, what did they have to spend? Did you watch that with us? What was it? 60 days in this room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They went freaking nutso. Yeah, you got to do 50 days alone out in space, and then you win, like, $5 million. <laughs> it's essentially the... No, it wasn't the improbable room. It was the something room. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, do you... 
have trouble being alone, I feel like it wouldn't be that bad to spend that time in space, even if I didn't have like any books or music or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like I could definitely do it. Of course, you know, I've seen plenty of shows where, you know, everybody thinks they can do something like that, but then when they're actually asked to do it, I mean, it sort of gets to them. Yeah. They have to listen to their thoughts for really just five minutes and it drives them absolutely crazy, dude. I mean, if there was money attached to it, I could definitely do it. Feels like anything with money in it just makes the incentive like, I mean, obviously it makes the incentive a lot better, but it makes the thing feel not as bad. I mean, what what couldn't $5 million make me do, I think, you know? I feel like I'd probably do just about anything for a, a good $5 million. <laughs> uh, but dad, it, it seems anything. like... Well, <clears throat> close enough. Yeah. But it seems like we're... Uh, seems like we're we're pulling up to this space station uh there's christmas lights all over it i mean i could sort of hear like christmas music coming from the 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 ship it's just playing out into space like this is weird yeah what does it say on there like north moon's north pole yeah i mean the 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 what figgy said something about the polar express space station i mean i'm getting a bad feeling about this dad i (laughs) I guess, Gus, I mean, can you guys come with us? I'm not really super comfortable just me and my dad coming. It seems like whatever's going on there is, at least they're armed, for Christ's sake. There was, like, machine guns. Gus, bring your gun. Oh, now you want me to bring my fucking gun. Is that what it is? You know, you you just want to use me for my firepower? I just, we need somebody. Either you give me the gun or you come with us. I'm actually thinking we all need a gun, but uh, did they... Trump, are there any guns on on board here? Uh... Yeah. It looks like uh, Flipper's got that laser beam on his head now. <laughs> wow! Wow! That's uh, Flipper. How do you feel? It looks like uh, <laughs> it looks like Craig was able to fasten that on pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> it does look sporty. Can you uh, can you do a test fire before we jump onto the space station? Whoa! Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude! You almost just fucking took my <laughs> what eye out. The hell! Easy, Flipper, with that freaking space laser. Yeah, dude, you need to work on your aim if you're going to be uh, of any help to us uh, in any sort of situation, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Why All right, you, I mean... Uh, take some practice, you know, someplace. <laughs> Is there a shooting range down there, Craig? <laughs> no, but I will help him get even better with an update. Okay, yeah. Well, the update, the, the Flipper update, I'm sure. Is, is Flipper a cyborg now? Almost. He only has the gun, but with Neuralink. No, 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 no. We're not giving him Neuralink. Oh, no. Do you Neuralink? know how many fucking animals were killed by Neuralink? Like 3,000 plus. So the fact that you're even alive is sort of surprising, Craig. But, Dad, I guess Trump, Muskie, Flipper, do you want to come? I know you need that, you know. You're sort of our best weapon, aside from that handgun. All yeah. right, cool. Yeah, we need you. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you and uh, you and Gus can uh, stand in the front and, and maybe just, like, point out into the hallway or whatever we're in here but all right let's let's get over to the the docking bay I, I i guess let's see what the fuck is going on where in the hell are we in all of space and time they sent a message through that Santa's lost his mind Whatever happened to the elves? I wish we saved them all 
We could have flown away and not answered the call So when we board the station we'll see why they called SOS There's bodies everywhere, how did they send an SOS? Now they're gone Christmas elves killed and maimed in a throng now they're gone Have to say this is so fucking wrong Santa had seemed so great Now he's a man to fear There's reindeer blood on the walls And he is coming near They tried to say he was made up I wish they saw the scene Christmas was always fun, now Santa is so mean So when we board the station, we'll see why they called SOS There's bodies everywhere, how did they send an SOS? Now they're gone, Christmas elves killed and maimed in a throng now they're gone Have to say this is so fucking wrong Alright dad, Flipper, uh, Gus Trump, we're, we're, uh, we're reporting from the space station this looks bad in here. Um, I think that shit smeared on the walls. Oh my, my god, god, it smells really bad in here? here, too. This is oh, crazy. There's bodies fucking strewn across the ground. Oh. oh, this is a massacre. I didn't know. I guess there really are elves. I uh, mean, there who, were elves. I, there were. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is genocide. This this definitely seems like a targeted attack. I mean, what did uh what did that figgy guy say? Something about clones? I mean, uh, 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 hello. Oh. Uh, hello. We, we, one of them's alive. Oh 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 my god! Oh my god! He's got no fucking legs, dude. Oh, I, uh, hi! I'm uh, I'm figgy. Figgy sugar socks. Oh, Figgy, what happened? Figgy, um, I don't know if that name really works so well anymore if you, you know, you don't have, like, the, the lower half of your body. I, 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 I understand. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm on my last breath. This is, this is not the way that I thought my life was going to play out. I, I had dreams of being the best toy maker. Figgy, you have to explain to us what's going on. This is... This is awful. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, you're in two pieces. Yeah, who's responsible, Figgy? S Santa, he... Uh, he... He released the clones. <laughs> he... You know... Obviously, like, the space Saudis are involved, and they, they want to, you know, take over... Take over the moon and shit, but, like... Santa's just bad news now. I... I he, he killed Mrs. Claus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh my Figgy, God. don't you know? Don't cry. You're gonna waste all of your fucking. Uh... Figgy, where where's Santa now? He he he's on the d- dark side of the moon. <laughs> That's where all the other elves are. They're they're making toys and you know making deliveries and they had to move because global warming. But but. They're using clones now, and they're, they're evil, and they killed everybody. Why would he need clones? The Chinese are so, you know, they're better at this than us. Oh. <laughs> this this is this is really bad. I, I don't really understand the logistics of what the fuck is going on. It seems like there's uh, multiple people involved. The Chinese, the Space Saudis, which is just like, I guess, the racist name for the aliens that everyone has adopted. And then apparently Santa's trying to make a comeback and, you know, with the advent of online shopping and everything, I guess he's sort of become, you know, not needed. But I mean, I didn't even know he's still around, but obviously he's been planning this on the moon and he somehow figured out how to clone elves. Yeah, this seems like some fucking Nazi bullshit, dude. This (laughs) seems like Santa's adopted like Hitler's grand plan of creating a colony of clones on the moon. This is like really bad. This is really bad. And I mean, I, I, I mean, uh, Figgy, what should we do? What the fuck should we do? Uh, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the light. Uh, I, I think I see. Mom? Oh, 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 Jesus! What the Gus? Gus, what, what the, the hell is that? What? What? I was, you know, I was putting him out of his misery. He was saying he saw the fucking light. I was, you know, I was just doing what I was trained to do. Oh, God. I've been in the fucking war, jackasses. You know, that's what they tell you. If they, uh, you know, if they they don't have the bottom half of the body, you got to put a fucking bullet in there. Yeah, well, he's an elf, man. He might be magical or something. Maybe you could have freaking, like, grown his limbs back or something crazy. You don't know I, that I, shit. I, I'm still I'm still alive. Oh, oh God. Okay, sorry, that's... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he sort of... Uh, that guy sort of scared me. I mean, yeah. this uh, I don't think he's coming back this Gus, time. Gus, you might be brought up on charges. I've already fucking killed someone before. You guys already give me shit about that one time that I, you know, killed a guy for not speaking the language, so... This is space rules, dude. Obviously, Santa's able to do whatever the fuck he wants. Gus, go back to the freaking... We don't need your help. Yeah, this is... um, <laughs> This is a sad state we of affairs. We come in peace! Well, we did. Of course, Santa looks like he's lost his mind, so I don't know. Yeah, you can (laughs) hang out with us for a while, but God. Yeah, we're going to put you in the prison bay for at least for an hour after that one, dude. You're, uh, you're, that was a bad move. You, you probably have to rethink that one. And, you know, dad, that might have been, uh, Muskie's worst offense. It's hard to say. He's done a lot of fucked up shit. Uh, but we're trying to still see if this movie can get on any of our uh, best of our best list. So let's just try to do a rush more before we uh, return to the ship and I guess go to the moon and figure this this weird fucked up mystery. Because Gus has some blood on his hands. Uh, and I think I have some blood on my shoe from all the elves that are, you know, destroyed and, and decapitated around us. <laughs> So, Dad, the only thing that I had is actually uh, uh, a return of the Smells Like Shit Rushmore, which uh, obviously goes down to uh, Mr. Nobuo, who who took his little pill. So, does Nobuo, with his, his biochemical weapon stink, 
beat out Oscar the Grouch in Adventures of Elmo and Grouchland, the Stink Spirit from Spirited Away, Gollum from The Lord of the Rings, or Shrek from Shrek. And we actually replaced Jack Sparrow, if you remember correctly, on uh, the last episode with the Stink Spirit. So <laughs> this is a, a freshly uh, changed list. Yeah, actually, this guy... Kind of has to be. Yeah, he belongs. I mean, he almost... I mean, he took out a whole prefect. He literally and, almost fucking took out, you know, Tokyo proper. Yeah. Uh, actually, it, he probably did. I mean, the way that the movie ended. That's true. Yeah, he did release himself right into... That's a whole other thing. The fact that no one fucking told him that he... While they put the suit on him to contain the stink, nobody told him that he couldn't open it. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, and why would they even bring him back? I mean, I thought To the be whole, the guy to deliver it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, that was a huge plot hole, and it, it was just sort of the uh, the underline. Too. I mean, that didn't make the USA look good, you know, because they sort of seemed like they might have been behind it. Like, they obtained him, put him in a suit. Didn't tell him anything. Yeah, and then just like, hey, go back in, and then I don't see what the... Yeah, the that's, purpose would have been, but that would be maybe like the third worst thing that we did Japan uh, from an American standpoint. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they're all involving some sort of bomb, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm probably leaning towards either Gollum or Oscar. But I think Gollum might be the easier one for me to take off here than Nobuo uh, getting on. Well, what know? about Oscar? Well, you you made the point that he lives in the trash, <laughs> so. Is that worse than Gollum, who is just like a dirty, loincloth-wearing, feral, disgusting mm. piece of shit? Yeah. I mean... Yeah, uh, I, I see your point. So, yeah, I think Gollum has to go. Because it's not really c clear that he's stinky. I mean, obviously, to look at him, he's yeah. probably, you know, has Gapo. Yeah, I wonder um, I wonder if they mention that in the uh, the novels at all. Do you know what Gapo is? No. What is Gapo? Gorilla armpit odor. Oh, wow. <laughs> Gorilla armpit odor. Yeah, that's what one of my... Uh, Daddy, chill. <laughs> that comes from uh, seventh grade, uh, one of the gym teachers. You know, we're all sitting there and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, after you guys, uh, you know, back then we all had to shower like after gym, you know. Mm. And it's just like, because, you know, we don't want uh, Gapo. And everybody's just like, uh, Gapo? And he's like, yeah. Gorilla armpit odor, and they're like, ah, "That's funny, funny, coach." Yeah, that's uh, that seems like gym teacher humor for sure, dude. Every uh, every gym teacher is always like making bad jokes and throwing fucking you know, um, dodgeballs as hard as they humanly can. <laughs> but dad, we've uh, we've reached my favorite part of the podcast, and is uh, last call for alcohol. Was there anything you wanted to ask of the director, or uh, I guess just say <laughs> to this movie? Um, last comment. No, I mean, I think we already talked about it. Yeah. Um, but no. It was really the thing that the Americans, like, maybe just pulled the biological attack on the Japanese at the end. Yeah. That's sort of the question. Is like, well, why didn't no one No, I had me? another one, too, was in uh, Magnetic Rose. Like, how did the AI know anything about his daughter dying? Like, how would it have known? And recreated that scene. Yeah. Like, was it able to, like, tap into his memory somehow? But he would have had to see his, like, wallet picture or something like that. It does seem like that was a oh, bit Oh, that's of a... true. It did see the picture. But that was after he had already seen, you know, his memories. It already had started, that thing. You know, he didn't drop his wallet until she had already fallen off the roof. Yeah, but in the beginning, remember, he has to show his uh, ID. Yeah. And then 
you know, they log into that whatever. Yeah. So it very well could have been in the situation where they just were tapping into. But still, I mean, he it basically recreated the death of his daughter falling off the roof and stuff like that. So. Yeah. It's like tapping into his memories. I wonder if it's like if it's the the um the ship itself touching him, like once it's made contact, like maybe that's sort of the link. But you know, mm. we're just sort of guessing what is ostensibly a uh, ghost story, if anything. Uh, I don't really have any last call stuff any, anyways, in terms of like, you know, anything aside from the American, uh, American bullshit that they were pulling on the Japanese at the end. Um, Musky, I, I think it's it's just right for us to kick it over one last time to you because. Uh, what you did in there was really bad, um, spineless even, which is is pretty par for the course for you. Uh, do you have anything to say for yourself? What the fuck you mean? You guys asked me to come in there with my fucking you know handgun. You know we put a goddamn laser beam on Flipper's head <laughs> to be able to defend you, you pussies. And then finally, when I use it, you know everybody gets up in arms. Musky, you know I've done my fire and training. You know I went through the military, even though I you know trained myself and I sort of. When a wall and shit, that, you know your military record is not anything you can fall back on, Muskie. That's sort of like, you know, quicksand. You're not gonna get, you're not gonna get much ground on that one. Yeah, well, you know, I, I was never big on fucking Christmas, anyways. I didn't really have a lot of opportunities to, uh, you know, spend it with a family member or even get a fucking present. I can't even remember the last time someone gave me a present. That's uh, well, that's kind of sad. Uh, you're definitely on the naughty list now. No, I'm not. I'm not on the fucking naughty list. Yeah, you are. No. Fuck you! I, I mean, mean, no. You, you murdered. You're not. You murdered an elf. No, or no, no, no. Him, I mean, you, you could at least ask him. What? If if wanted, would, you wanted me to put him out of his misery. You want me to ask? Yeah. This is fucking stupid. I mean, I did him a service, dude. He was he was right there. He saw the light. He was just about to pass over. I essentially just closed the door. What's the goddamn deal? <laughs> yeah, Muskie. I mean, do you have like? He was getting. He was ready to go, Muskie. You didn't have to finish him off. <laughs> 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 I mean, the guy had no legs. Yeah, you did technically shoot him like a total of like 10 times. Like his body, his head was mush by the end of that interaction. So, uh, I mean, who knows? We might have been able to, you know, maybe there's some alien technology that we could have, you know, brought him back. We could have brought him to Craig. You Craig know? put a fucking, you could have put a laser beam on him. You I know. mean, crap. They, you know, they put a suit on Darth Vader and shit. So maybe we could have put a suit on the elf. Nope. Nah, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't allow it to happen. I mean, we're not letting any more fucking people on this ship. I mean, it seems it seems silly that uh, we even have this many fucking people. Uh, Flippa, what the fuck are you bringing onto the goddamn ship? <laughs> Dad, it's a it's a narwhal. What? <laughs> what the fuck is that doing on there, dude? Uh, I mean, I guess it was Mr. Narwhal. Hi, I'm Mr. Narwhal. Oh my I'm god! I'm one of the experiments. Uh, what do the? Uh, it can speak. What the fuck? I mean, do you know anything about the the misfit toys? I know all about them. They're all back there, but well, they're they've also been experimented on, which <laughs> you know isn't really great. But you can go get them if you want. There's a gun in there that has a that has a big dick on it. Oh, <laughs> what? Yeah, wow. flipper. I don't yeah, know. That, that's <laughs> pretty scary. I mean, the last thing I knew, it was just the gun that shot jelly. Yeah, that <laughs> squirt gun that shot jelly. And yeah. is, is Charlie in the box still hanging out? Um, 
there's a guy named Jack who, uh, when you, uh, when you, you know, crank him out, he punches you in the face. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't sound like any sort of toys that I want to uh, wow. be on this ship. Uh, you know, I'm starting to get a picture here that Santa has basically lost his mind. I mean, he's <laughs> mad doctor. Yeah, he's he's obviously you know experimenting on toys. Um, he probably has something against Jeff Bezos. Um, <laughs> Definitely has something against. Yeah, him, I mean, you know, as far as I knew, Santa was gone. And obviously, he's 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 pissed off, and he's mad. But I, I think we're gonna have to. Take we're gonna have to track this motherfucker down. I yeah, think. we're gonna have to take Santa down. I mean, I can't, I can't see him torturing toys. He's already and these clones. I mean, come on. Yeah, the clones thing is really troublesome. <laughs> I don't really know uh, what he could possibly be using that for. Anything other than like an army, which is just bad. <laughs> um, but hey, listen, narwhal guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know how much, like, space we have on this ship. Um, no, you're not gonna put me back on there, motherfucker! I, uh, I'm definitely sticking around! <laughs> no, you're not, little bitch! Whoa, Flipper. Flipper. You know, you know Mr. Narwhal? No, he... <laughs> this he guy's says he's Russian. related. Nah, uh, that's, uh, I think this is more of, like, another... Narwhal guy, be honest, do you have any Russian connections? <laughs> Not at all! I would never work with Putin! My guy has fucking Parkinson's! Okay, what- you know what? You're on, uh, you're on really, really thin ice there, Narwhal guy. And, uh, if you get annoying, or we just sort of run out of space, you're going in the air. I airlock. mean, he's got a pretty good weapon. He's got a weird voice. I mean, I don't even know how he's talking. But, yeah, just, uh, share- share whatever tank space that Flipper's holding on to, I guess. Yeah, oh, Flipper. Flipper's saying he has no problem. Of course he doesn't have any fucking problems, dude. He wants a friend, man. We has and plenty Mr. of Norwal friends. Mr. Norwal is probably, you know, I'm I'm glad for Flipper right now. Maybe he can, you know, they can team up. <laughs> you know what? I mean, a laser and a, that freaking big-ass tooth thing coming out of his head. Yeah, you fucking losers deserve each other, Flipper. You know, now that we're, you know, Flipper... I gotta be honest, I know we haven't fucking, you know, stop, stop interrupting me, <laughs> son of a bitch. I understand that we've been on the rocks right lately, and, you know, I know that you probably feel some sort of way that I've, uh, been saying some shit about you and how, uh, I talk about us hooking up, but, like... Honestly, Muskie, you're scaring the crew. <laughs> yeah, well, just, you know, don't fucking have dolphin narwhal sex in front of me. I, that would really mess up my, uh, I'm my ego. I think maybe, you know, this space... Trip is starting to affect you mentally. I was already fucked up mentally before. This yeah. is, if anything, this is just making you guys uh, more assholes. If anything, <laughs> us. Yeah. yeah. Let's. Uh, Muskie is sort of on one, Dad. He just committed murder. I don't think. I don't think we need to be rationalizing uh, anything that he says at the moment, because uh, quite frankly, we have uh, a Jackson Maine through the window. Hey, what's your wine rating? Um, it wasn't bad. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, it's different. The Petite Syrah. Yeah, I mean, it's... I don't think it's better than the last one that we had. No. The so Grenache? I'm, yeah, the Grenache was Grenache. really good. Yeah. For this uh, whip stitch, I am going to go three out of five uh, Christmas Elf Massacres <laughs> to uh, tie this one in a bow to put under the tree, I suppose. And uh, what are you going to go with, Dad? Uh, I'm going to go... Three out of five uh, cannons. 
Ooh, okay. Yeah. Cannon fodder. <laughs> the three cannon salute. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, just like always, uh, we really have no idea what's going on, and uh, it looks like it's only going to cr- get crazier from here. But until then, we are just going to have to try to figure it out. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, and don't and drink and drive. look out, Santa. We're coming. Yeah, you little bitch. <laughs>